1: James, you're not going to forget about the early start time tonight, right? 7 o'clock? <laughs> nah, I can never forget, man. Have you ever, <laughs> How you guys doing? We're doing good. Thank you for joining us. Have you ever been late to a game before?
0: Um, I have. I have. I hate to admit it. <laughs> I hate to admit it. I have.
1: Was it was it in the NBA? Like, was it in your professional career? It was in my professional career. I was actually playing for um, Chicago, and we
0: were in London, and the time change kind of messed me up, and I missed both buses. Oh how man! Take, how to take a taxi to the game?
1: Oh, like I, like as a talk show host, like I've had dreams where, like, I get nervous when I wake up from my dream where in the dream I'm late for the start of the show. <laughs> like you, like you probably had dreams like that too, where you missed the game because you were sleeping.
0: Oh, definitely. You, you, you get a lot of anxiety when you sleep and you're on a schedule and you gotta, <laughs> you gotta make sure you're there. The finances are heavy.
1: Yeah, I uh you know it's it's a good coincidence that we're having you on the show today because you went to Wake Forest, okay, and we we were talking about a story early in the show. I don't know if you, you heard this story, but have you heard this story with the with the Wake Forest uh football announcer? Have you heard this story? I have not. Okay, listen to what happened. So the Wake Forest uh football radio guy, he uh he got in trouble. It was all over Sports Center this morning and last night because apparently he'd been selling uh plays from the from the playbook to the opposing football teams.
2: Oh, for real? Yeah, you, that's true. Yeah, it's on it's Sports true.
1: Center. Can you believe that? I mean, they obviously fired him. He's obviously fired. Like he, he and he's a Wake Forest grad. He went to school at Wake Forest. He was a, a grad assistant, but he's been uh, he's been on the football broadcast for Wake Forest for the last several years. He was obviously fired. He was selling information to the teams Wake Forest was playing.
0: That's
1: crazy. I mean, can you imagine betraying your school like that?
0: I could, I could, I could never betray my school like that or any team that I'm part of. But I don't know, people go through crazy things in life, and try different stuff. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Yeah. It, so.
1: Really weird. Cool. Really weird. Uh, James, you are fitting in nicely on this team, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, you've been in the NBA for a while now. This is what, like, uh, eight or nine years for now, and, and it, it feels like you have found a team that you fit in very well with.
0: Yeah, eight, eight. Yeah, uh, definitely. Like my uh, my whole career, trials and tribulations, a lot of a lot of immaturity on my part and not being ready for the situations at hand. I feel like I got a great opportunity on a championship organization, to do this championship winner. <laughs> And I didn't want to lose this opportunity again.
2: James, when you sit down with the nutritionist and the coaching staff and they're saying, all right, you got to kick off about 20 pounds, what are you thinking at that point in time?
0: I'm thinking that Pat Riley and Coach Bowles look at me in my eyes and tell me to, to lose this weight and I'll be better and, and I can help this team win or help this team play uh, games and things like that. And, you know, that was. Enough inspiration, all I needed.
2: <coughs> were you when you were at any other team, did they ever tell you about any kind of weight issues or trying to lose
0: weight? Um, yeah, they they did. But like I said, I was comfortable at the weight I was at. Instead of instead of wanting to be better and above where I was at, I was comfortable being in the middle of the pack or wherever you whatever you want to say that is. Like middle of the pack, just a rotation guy, a role player. I was comfortable being that guy, even though I knew I could do more.
1: But when Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra tell you how you can become a better player, it holds some weight.
0: Tremendous weight, yeah, yeah. It was a life changing, life changing um, advice, life life changing conversation. Everything they said was no beat around the bush. It was right in front and direct. And like I said, when when a man looks you in the eye and tells you something, you know, you know, you know, he's he's for real. And, and, and men like Pat Riley and, and Eric Spolstra, they they don't beat around the bush, and they don't
1: lie. Now you are. We got Heat forward James Johnson joining us here. Now, now you're a legitimate tough guy. Okay, like you are. You're a black belt, and you have fought in how many mixed martial arts matches?
0: Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Five, five kickboxing matches.
1: And and I mean, uh, your record. Your record would be what?
0: My record's twenty
1: and zero. Wow, wow. When is when is the last fight that you had?
0: Um, the last fight I have was the summer going into my senior year. Okay, so
1: so you're so so it is not something that you're doing anymore? Um,
0: to the trainer. You know my father, he's the one who brought us up in the martial arts, he was my instructor. We called him sensei. We never called him dad at the house.
1: Wow. wow. <laughs> you, yeah. So, how many it, how many how many how many siblings do you have? I got seven brothers and one sister. And you guys all call your dad Sensei? We all
0: do. We all do. I think it is, when we're at home, it, it was okay to call them dad, but it was just so used to being at the gym and calling them sensei. But, you know, it just
2: stuck. So it's got to be very difficult to try to train a six foot nine guy. Like, is your brother the same size as you in terms of their height?
0: Yeah, we're all tall. We're all tall. My mother's six feet. My daddy's six one. So I think, I think we're all tall. The shortest brother we have is like six five, six
1: six. Do you uh, c- compare the thrill of of winning a mixed martial arts fight to, I guess, having a big game in the NBA? Do they compare?
0: Um, mm, no, nah, I wouldn't say compare. In the ring, you're by yourself, <laughs> and, and all the this. If you want to put in basketball terminology, all the all the player development that you do with that coach. That's like you going out and playing. Kobe Bryant, LeBron James one-on-one instead of playing with the team and helping the team, you know? So it's different, but the feeling's still the same. Winning is winning. I don't, whatever you win at, you should always have that gratitude feeling.
2: Similar to your dad. My dad actually taught karate as well. What What kind of martial arts did you do growing up? Oh you're a Kempo guy, okay, cool yeah, I did the goju thing. I did the goju route, so yeah that, that's it's oh, very, you break it's very stuff yeah yeah it's it's very disciplinary and it's it's really cool man i'm 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 actually trying to figure out how the hell did you find opponents at six foot eight six foot nine competing yeah. wise you don't you don't
0: fight, you don't fight height, you fight weight, so it don't matter if you're thirteen or twenty eight or six foot nine or five foot ten if you add weight the same then you fight.
1: And who is the who is the best in your family? I mean, as far as your brothers, uh, like like are you u-top dog when it comes to fighting. Yeah,
0: I would never go on live radio and admit that my, me and my
1: brothers could beat me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess that's a fair point. Uh, yeah, I guess that's a fair point. Uh, let, let's get back to the heat here, okay? Now, now you're like a veteran presence on this team, okay? You got a lot of young guys on this team. Do you do you feel like, is it the first time in your career that, because I, I watch you on the floor. I mean, you're barking at your teammates. You're, you're telling them what to do. Like, you're out there. You are a veteran presence. Like, is this the first time in your career that you have felt like a leadership-type role?
0: Oh, most definitely, most definitely. It's, um, I would like to call it like more of a, a co-leadership role. You know, we still have J-Mac, we still have Udonis, and them guys do a great job in the locker room and keeping us together and things like that. I'm more of the silent, show-you-on-the-court type.
1: <laughs> now, is is Udonis, okay, because Udonis is a known tough dude, okay? He's Liberty <laughs> City, he's Miami. Like, Udonis has got to be close to as, as tough a guy you've ever played with, right?
0: Yes, definitely one of the toughest. You know, he's in the list of the uh, Zach Randolph, Tony Allen, and Yugi Those are the toughest big guys I ever played on a team
1: with. I'll tell you what, though. I mean, a guy who maybe doesn't look so tough, but I'm pretty sure is that Goran Dragic. Uh, he doesn't back down. That Goran Dragic is tough, right, James? Oh, he definitely makes he definitely makes the list. Definitely. Definitely, he definitely makes definitely makes the he list. He definitely makes my
0: top top guys. I didn't even put that into consideration.
1: I mean, Goron just makes a call to the KGB if he's upset with someone, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you got that kind of pull to that.
1: <laughs> all right, James. Well, listen, we're uh, we're glad to have you down here. You're having a great season. Keep up the great work, and don't forget seven o'clock start time tonight. You got to you got to change your routine thirty minutes earlier. Everything today, all right? Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely gonna do that. I, dang, I didn't even get to hear Amber. Tell us hi. Oh, we will. We will. We'll tell. Well, yeah, Amber. Amber's on remote today. A- is Amber, well, hold on. Hold on a second here, James. Pull Amber up here. Amber, say hello to James Johnson.
0: Hey, James. Hi,
1: Amber.
0: How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well.
1: I'm well. Thank you. I feel like uh, I feel like you guys just shared a moment there, James. I, th- I think
2: James is a friend of we cake. We did. I think James likes cake. <laughs>
0: is oh, not letting me have
1: that kind of stuff these days. <laughs> uh, James, we'll have you on again soon when Amber's in studio with us. You'll get to hear more of her sweet voice. All right. All uh, right, definitely, definitely. You guys have a good day. All right, see you, James. There you go, James Johnson, right there. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts! Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media?